there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one responsible page of Talmud each day. And I say responsible because on today's page, Bava Kama 55, the Talmud raises a question that I think a lot of us, especially a lot of us who have children, really think about a lot. The question is, how well can you really safeguard your kids? Okay, so the Talmud is talking about kids as in, you know, goats and sheep, not as in children, but, but have a listen. In the case of one who brought his flock of sheep into the pen and locked the door before it in a manner that is appropriate, and despite this, sheep went out and caused damage in another person's field by eating produce or trampling it, the owner is exempt since he safeguarded the animals appropriately. If he did not lock the door before the sheep in a manner that is appropriate and sheep went out and caused damage, the owner is liable since his negligence led to the damage. If the owner locked the door appropriately, but the wall of the pen was breached at night, or bandits breached it, and sheep subsequently went out and caused damage by eating or trampling, the owner of the sheep is exempt from liability. Now, this is interesting, because the premise at the heart of this teaching, of the, this page of Talmud, is that there are only so many precautions you could take. You could be very responsible, very mindful, very thoughtful when trying to safeguard your kids, when trying to build this proverbial pen and keep them safe. But sometimes stuff happens. Sometimes they escape this pen. Sometimes there are unintended consequences. And we should think about intentions when we consider the damage done. It is as true for children, if not more, as it is for sheep. And here to help us parse it is showrunner Courtney Hazlett. Hello. Hello to you, sir. Now, look, um, I'm not just calling you to discuss this page out of the blue. I'm calling you because I know that in your own family, a big decision pertaining to the care and protection of children has recently been made. Would you care to share? Yes, I would love to share. I have decided very boldly to gift my nine-year-old son an iPhone for Hanukkah. This decision was made much to the consternation of my daughter, who was not allowed to have one until she was ending elementary school. My son has a year and a half left of that, but I decided it was time. And so now the nine-year-old, a lovely and responsible child, has an iPhone. First of all, how's the iPhone presented? Were there, were there proverbial pens attached to it, uh, as in all kinds of rules and stipulations and regulations? Well, to start, there are so many similarities between the kid in the Talmud page and a nine-year-old boy in Los Angeles. Um, so yes, there were many pens attached to it. We have a rule that I can go into his text messages at any time. He will never know when. He will never know how often. And we have a one-strike rule. If there's language that's not appropriate, if there's anything that falls under the category of bullying, if there's anything that someone could screenshot and make his life terrible, that's it. The phone's over. So that's that's the big one. And it's a stripped-down iPhone. There's not a lot there. But I decided that things are kind of scary right now. I'm not sure if you've caught on to that, Liel, um, especially for the Jews. I have a hint, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I truthfully, he wanted it very badly, but I wanted the security and knowing that if something happened at school, he could call me and I would know he's okay. And I could see him on the family share, find my iPhone and know that everything was fine. And so in a way, um, what's going on in the world superseded all of those pen rules that I thought I had going into this. That is fascinating. Now, the Talmud does tell us, however, look, 
you're going to have the best of intentions. You are going to set all these rules. You're going to have very thoughtful agreements that you share with your child. But stuff is going to happen at some point. Either the wall will be beached at night or the sheep will find some way to escape. I assume that you understand that at some point some uh, unintended consequences, as is always the case, <laughs> may come. Uh, how, do you, how do you kind of prep for that? Uh, knowing that he is totally going to mess this up at some point. <laughs> but that's also part of the process. I just hope he doesn't mess it up too badly. I mean, let's face it. I say I have a one-strike rule. It's probably a one-and-a-half-strike rule. Uh, you do your best. You think you're raising good children. And at some point, you've got to cross their fingers and hope that when the pen is breached, they make the right choice or you can at least find them on the Find My iPhone plan and uh, figure out how to work from there. So I'm ready. Hallelujah. Courtney Hazlett, thank you so much for being our guest. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you are really going to love the new book just published by me. It's called How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, Surprisingly Modern Advice from a Very Old Book. You can order it now at your local bookstore or directly from the publisher through the link in this here podcast description or through that big online store whose logo is, you know, a smile. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You could get your Take One t-shirts and mugs and other swag at tabletstudios.com and you could subscribe to our weekly newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. Talmudic.